Hi, this is Madeline, a.k.a. Groisha, founder of Growing With The Seasons. Our new voice, Season 1, is the foundation of the intergenerational conversation. It's been in my heart to do. We need more mirrors and voices to inspire our choices. For in the reflection of each other, we all grow wiser. I know I have. To learn more or get involved in this and other co-creations and conversations, check out the website gwtsfamily.com. We offer many ways to help you groom your authentic expression. Here we grow. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our new voice. Today, I get to speak to one of the uh, angels along the way whose heart taught me more about myself and so many other things. Welcome, Daniel. What's going on, guys? Daniel Banks, aka DJ Banks, CEO of JTU. We are Jersey Magazine and Jersey Diamonds, and it is a pleasure to be here on the show. Nice. There you go. But Daniel, yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful to have learned and been able to get close to you over the time I worked, where we both worked for a while. Because, you know, the part about things like that is I wouldn't have gotten to know or know a person like you. Like, what were the, what were the reasons or ways that I would come to hang out with someone like you if it weren't for being a supervisor and, and learning somebody? So I'm grateful. Yes, I'm grateful too. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure knowing you. How long have I known you for now? I guess three years or so, four years, three years. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, it has been about yeah, three and a half. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, yeah we are going out for it. Wow, we're old. Yeah. And I'm really grateful that you're coming on, and I'm hoping to use you not just in this individual, but in a group. And the reason I'm pulling at some of you for a group is to go into some of the thicker conversations about what are going on and how we share the space to grow our grace, you know, and not continue to fight old fights. We'll get to all that. But for now, we're just going to do the basic questions with you. How were you informed about gender? Like, what do you remember learning or imprinting around your gender or being a boy if you identify as one? Like, how do you understand that? Growing up in a single parent household, with the, we know with just my mom, it's, it's kind of interesting when you grow up and you learn about being a man, you know, and you're surrounded by a woman. You kind of learn more about being sensitive to, to, to women and, you know, the whole feminine lifestyle and feminine hygiene and everything. I was able to grow up with a lot of father figures, you know, and I was able to learn from them and they taught me how to, you know, use condoms and how to pee straight and, you know, how to, how to wipe, you know, wipe yourself right. And, you know, just do all those fun men <laughs> things that, you know, we do <laughs> and stuff like that. But that's kind of how I identified. I had a lot of male figures in my life that taught me how to really, you know, be a gentleman and, you know, learn what, what my private parts were and, you know, and then also however I identified, you know, obviously they would encourage it and, you know, I had a lot of support. So that's definitely one way I was able to understand about my gender. I had a lot of male figures and influences around me that helped me get to where I'm at now. Nice. So then obviously you were receptive to that too. It was like you were receptive to learning from the other people around you about what to do and not to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. It had to be. I mean, I was the only child, so there's a lot of people to listen to. It is like, you know, so that you kind of learn how men, you know, because I guess I identify as a man. So, you know, to understand how men operate, you got to be surrounded by men. <laughs> so that's, you know, something I was surrounded by on a regular basis when it came to my upbringing. Nice. Well, that's cool that you had a balance, even though you had a single parent, you still had a balance of men in your life as well. Good job, mom. Good job, family. Yeah, Good my- job, thanks. 
so then how about in relationships? What did you learn about yourself and gender and like what it was to be a man and how did the balance of male and female work in relationships for you? I feel like I had an advantage that a lot of guys really want. Because like I said, growing up with just your mother, you learn everything. <laughs> you learn about periods. You learn about horribles. You learn about like everything you can imagine when it comes to emotions, breakdowns, anxiety, depression. You just hear it all. And I feel like now I'm able to be real keen and sensitive to like a woman's needs when it comes to understanding what women go through. I don't know what, obviously I'm not a woman, but like, I just know that I'm real sensitive to when it comes to women expressing themselves. You know, I am, I, I listen real deeply. I'm a great listener when it comes, especially to women. I don't listen to guys a lot, but when it comes to women, I, yeah, I, I, I listen. He's a good listener. He's a good <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, especially when those girls, when people went in for their, uh, and they were going to get listened to by Daniel, they knew that they were really getting <laughs> listened to. Well, I pay attention, yes. Yeah, yeah. Smile on my face and everything. I yeah, he does. He takes it all in. But <laughs> I sure do. But yeah, no, but relationships, I feel like I, yeah, like I said, I had a balance, but then I also knew my role. Um, I'm very protective. I'm not like overly protective, like the crazy, like I'm not like, you know. You're not jealous? Yeah, I'm not overly, you know, jealous or like, you know, out of, you know, step out of line or anything, but I'm protective in the sense of somebody's emotions and their place. So basically, if you tell me you have a goal in your life and you have, you know, certain motivations that you want to get, you know, accomplish and get to, I'm going to push you and also be protective of somebody else invading your energy or your space and not allowing you to achieve it. And I'm going to also question your circle if they don't seem like they're have the same type of a drive that you do, or they're not motivating and pushing you to where you want to get to. So that's what I mean by protective. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much. That's hard. a nice way to say protective, Daniel. I really like that. And I, and I can say from being, you know, in a relationship with you that you, you do provide that. Like you are someone who's listening for my, for my, for my best, you know what I mean? And you're taking cues and noticing if you see me kind of like swaying in a direction, like, what are you thinking about that? So I think that's a nice way to think about being protective. Like you're just saying, like, you told me what you value and I want to help keep you to that course because you value that. And that's important that you live what you value, right? Absolutely. Yes. That's cool. I like that share. Good one. Good one, Daniel. So then anything else you learned about people and relationships? I feel like you got to be flexible. Like you have to, you have to know how to take criticism, as we all say, and also be able to give what would you say? What would I say? Give good criticism, you know what I'm saying? And not be, and you can be direct, but also not be like so insulting where you, where somebody doesn't feel like they are motivated to, you know, achieve anything anymore. Like you want to, you know, you want to hold, you want to be like, you know, hold your head up high, but I'm going to also keep it real with you. And I think as everybody will always say, communication is big. And I know that like we get so tired of that word. And one day I'm going to be a keynote speaker about this word communication. If I'm going to tat it on myself one day, <laughs> like it's because it's so important. And as I've, you know, as I've gotten older, I just realized like when you can just talk to somebody and you're listening and the conversation is so like, like even and it's, you're just receptive of each other's like words and your energy is like the same level. Like it, it could go on for hours. You're like, how did we talk? We were talking about, your favorite juice and we talked and then we started talking about your goal to go to college and getting all these degrees like how do we even go from one thing to the next but when you're just aligned with somebody and it could be your friends it could be your family it could be your parents like just any type of great 
communication and dialogue, it's, it really goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there is definitely about a frequency and like a heart space when you're communicating and listening in that way. It just keeps the flow going because everyone's kind of on the same course in a way you don't even realize you're on the same map. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you have to be... You have to be aligned, like I said, and you have to be open and and you can't just be the one talking all the time because I, I know I like to talk. What? A lot. Why not? No. <laughs> hey, don't get me wrong. I, I know I like to talk a lot. Like, I really do. Madeline will tell you I like to talk a lot. I could, we could talk for like four hours straight and be on really? 50 different subjects, but get a lot done. Yeah. Well, I also have understood... Um, Sometimes being quiet and listening. I know for some people, like when they talk to me, they're like, it's so foreign for you to just actually be quiet because you're always like giving advice and talking. I'm like, yeah, but sometimes I just like to hear you and your viewpoints because then I'm a sponge. So if there's something that you say that I've never heard, I'm going to be very open and receptive to it because I might use it somewhere, you know, somewhere else in my life. You know, I might um, apply it somewhere else. So you always have to be open and listen when it comes to communication. Otherwise, like how else do you grow? Mentally, how else do you grow psychologically and emotionally mm-hmm. if you don't listen? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I'm with you. So then the next part of where we're going is discernment and truth. So how do you as a person kind of like get a sense of what the truth is for you? Or how do you discern like the direction to go? Like how do you, you know, check in with yourself? Like they all say, go with your gut. <laughs> go with your gut. You know, I mean, me and Madeline are big on energy and vibes. So that's really big in my life. Like if I feel like you're off for a minute, I I would shake your hand and with COVID fist bump. I just know like we are just we're just not going to be on that same level. But you also got to know how to, you know, still smile, be cordial, you know, nice to meet you, all that stuff. But if you have a real gut sensation that says this is, you know, I'm not really comfortable, but I just know how to adjust as necessary. I'm used to adjusting. I'm used to getting into places or speaking with some people or some subjects that are just made, I may not normally be so open to doing, you know, from the minute I wake up in the morning, but you also have to know how to adjust your attitude where you don't shun it. Cause you never know if you're being somebody's outlet at that moment. So like, as you know, we are like, you know, in the work field of human resources and mm-hmm. here, human services, it's like, you're always on your mode of like giving great advice. But also you got to be, you know, discernment within yourself and know what you're comfortable with doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keeping yourself in balance, like no matter what, you know, staying into your own center so you can listen to your gut. Because, you know, if you get caught up in too many things at once, it's hard to listen to your gut. So, like, I like the concept of the gut. But if your gut is filled with like three or four different directions and different ideas and you're kind of in stress mode, it's hard to know what to do from your gut. Right. Yeah. But when you're chilling and you know your spot, you can feel it when it comes in and you can feel it when it goes out. You know what I mean? Right. And even being under high stress, you, you got to just know how to, how to, how to like just breathe. <laughs> you just got to breathe. Like how many high stress situations that we've been in a year, just like, just breathe, take a moment, take a walk, find it, find that safety spot, even during the chaos, you know, where you could just, you know, just kind of be like, all right, I'm here. I'm on the beach. You know, um, Dude, I have that like in a happy place. But yeah. when chaos comes into the area, I guess because I've been doing this for a little while, I just get to this stillness in me that I just don't necessarily waver from the stillness. And but sometimes it feels like when I get big hits of people's emotions, I go to that still spot. And sometimes they're just gushing on me like, hey, blah, 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 blah. I'll find myself being like, 
what's going on? Right, right. Because right. I've been trained in the field, in the hospitals. Otherwise, like when there's strong current and emotion going on, that's stillness. I mean, that's home base. Like yep. that's the Like you don't leave your seat when the chaos is there. You're like, get right back in there. Like, okay, I'm here. I'm paying attention. Got me close. You know? Yeah, no, exactly. And then like also with being in the, in the fields that we're in, you're, we're so, it's so easy for us to take on everything. It's so easy. It's like, you're going through something? Okay, you are too over there. And then you all the way in the back are going through something. I could probably help all you guys at the same time. <laughs> it's just like, you know, so I, I, always, I always encourage people to do a lot of self-care. That's something that I've been practicing, I got to say now, for maybe about two years straight. Like, just knowing how to self-care and take off on the weekends from business. And and Madeline knows that's very important for me. Like, when I say I'm taking off from business, she knows that's that's progress. <laughs> so, because every weekend I was always doing something with business. And it's just like, what? It's overpowering right now. But you got to self-care. You got, you know, some weekends you can pack up. You want to get work done, cool. But I also remember that on Monday, I got to go back to work. So you got to have some kind of a de-stress during your weekend. Even if you have a busy, a busy weekend, you got to know what it's like to just cut off something. Like even if it's an hour or two hours and, or just go to sleep early. <laughs> like something. I, I enjoy sleep now even more than ever. <laughs> nice. Sleep is such good reset medicine. Love Absolutely. Sleep. All right. So then the last part of where we're going in these small uh, openings to our new voice is values like you know you know from listening to me talk over the time we've known each other i really got this thing about coming to shared values like ways that we can kind of unify over basic understandings because so much of what we use in our in our ways of defining ourselves it's like arguing with someone else or or two things bumping up you know so the more we can agree to some shared values so i hope that this giant talking circle helps to serve in some of those possibilities so i'm asking you what do you think are some of the shared values that we could use as a collective? Some of the shared values. I want to say embrace like every moment of, of joy and happiness that you can like embrace it because there we can easily talk about what stresses ourselves, you know, stresses us out on a regular basis, mm-hmm. but we don't talk enough about what makes us happy. What brings us joy. We got to flip that in you know going into 2021 <laughs> we gotta flip that mm-hmm. you know, we, gotta, we gotta we gotta know like that they can be more happy more joyous times in our lives than chaos and stress but you know it's hard to say that with the year that we've gone through and a lot of things some a lot of people have lost you know members i've lost people's you know we've gone through harshest people have lost businesses lost jobs so you know how do you find your your safety net or a happy place in in the midst of chaos well you got to continue to stay positive. And it's, and it's easier said than done. That's why I always tell people that I say it's easier said than done. But if you're finding yourself not able to find certain values and certain core values, then you start writing stuff out. You know what I'm saying? You got to really like write things out. I, I'm big on people writing. Like even people I work with, I say write stuff out. Because if, if, if you have everything up here and you can't physically see it, how are you expected to start working on it? You know what I'm saying? So if, okay, maybe, okay, with technology, type the damn thing out on your phone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many different ways that you can do it. So many devices, iPads, you name it. We you know what I did, Daniel? I make voice recordings and, and then I listen to them. Like, it's me talking to myself. That shit is crazy sometimes. And I go back and sometimes I'll find them years later and I'm like, holy shit. Like, 
Yeah. Or I was like, wow, what the hell was going on that day? You know, but like, it's helping me check in on myself a little bit because I do feel like our own voices have a certain resonance to us because I mean, it's my own voice who's like second guessing me and saying I wasn't doing it fast enough and stuff. Right. And meanwhile, I'm like, where's that voice even coming from? Like, who the hell's talking like that? Right. And I feel like it's a bonding mechanism. Like one of the reasons I get a little retreated in the social settings is because I feel like it's everybody's hooker time. It's like everybody's looking to hook somebody into their stuff and their stuff or sell this or talk about what they want to talk about. And, you know, I like to watch people talk and mostly I like to laugh and make fun of people. Like you For know. the most part, yeah, 98% of the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I'm looking to get to know you well enough that we can start laughing. You know, right. that's my goal when I become close to somebody because I don't want to get too caught up in stuff. But in a group of people, a lot of times there's like a, a hooking kind of collecting, like... Like this is, I don't know. It doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel like it's for the good of all. It feels very much with agendas, like little agendas all over the room, you know? So right. I, I go into retreat because I'm like, well, I guess I should watch what everybody's doing. Yeah, well, I mean, we also know that people are easily attracted to pulling on others, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm going to pull a little bit from you. I'm going to pull a lot from you. And then, you know, it's, it's, as long as my agenda gets covered and everything that I need to get done in my life is done, I'm just going to pull, 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 but then I don't give. So I feel like you got to have that discernment, like we were talking about earlier, to know how to like, all right, it's okay to give. I'm a big giver. My business is all about giving. But I also have boundaries. And that's big. <laughs> that we, you know, we'll talk about that in the group too, like boundaries. Not the good value too, okay. you have real boundaries. So that's Bound, real, no. You're having real boundaries for yourself. And that is so hard to do. Like we have boundaries for some you know, people we won't tolerate and some of the things we won't go to and we won't affiliate ourselves with. But I'm talking about the real key va uh, values of boundaries for ourselves as far as what not to get involved in and what we can easily get sucked in and we don't notice it. Like you got to notice your own triggers as far as what you're easily to get sucked in because obviously if it's a recurring pattern, then clearly something's going on that you need to, you know, kind of, look back in, into self and be like, okay, wait, this is starting to sound familiar again. I need to know exactly like why I'm feeling this way. So you got to self-analyze. Like that's why I tell people self-care is big. You got to self-analyze yourself and, and re, you know, write down your goals again. I don't care if you write them down to the same thing. Well, are you there yet? <laughs> Keep writing it down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So then I'm hearing you say that the values are to speak of the beauty and, and the wonder of life and to try not to focus on the complaining and the bonding over garbagey stuff, mm -hmm. right? And to have discernment, like real boundaries for yourself so that you pay attention to what energies you let around you and don't let around you because that's what changes you. Yeah. That's a good sum up of what I said. <laughs> that was always good at summing up what I say because I'll say 50,000 words. Like, so what I heard today was... <laughs> that's my superhero power. <laughs> Two words. <laughs> oh, that's a good word. <laughs> no, that's, I said all the, I didn't say all the exact words, but yeah, that was the gist, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I actually absolutely agree. Yeah, it, it, values of boundaries are so big and I had to learn that myself because I, I was always down to, you know, be involved in a, a, everything and everybody's like stuff just because you want to fix everybody. And I've learned over my life, I can't fix everybody because people get on my nerves too. So I'm like, I can't fix you if you get on my nerves. <laughs> and that's something that's the sermon I deal within myself. You know, usually you're like, oh, you know, you got to find the good in everybody. Well, I do that enough at work, so I don't got to do it outside of work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
you got to have boundaries somewhere. And I feel like that's kind of what has gotten me to the place where I'm at now, where I just, there's some things I'll tolerate and there's some things I won't. And, and there's more than enough people to talk to in this world. So it ain't always got to be me. <laughs> so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's that's a truth. That's a good truth right there because there's definitely people that you feel stronger when you're talking talking to them, and there's people who you don't feel stronger when you're done talking to them. Yeah, your energy lifeline will tell you from the door. Like this person is sucking the life out of you more than contributing to it. So let me back up, you know, and and like you said, you have that instant retreat mindset comes in quick you know it doesn't take that long for that to even happen so when you feel that way listen to it I don't think you should ignore that but I think a lot of people are so used to ignoring it because then you know the guilt guilt kicks in and that's why I'd be a whole nother subject in another stuff but you know that kicks in and then it just can overtake you yeah I hope we do really talk about guilt when we do the group with the other people in this age and stage around like music and culture and and race and stuff because there is a certain kind of guilt that gets into the mix all the time. And it's so hard to see past guilt. It's so hard to see past shame. And if we feel shame or guilt or feel like, you know, something, you know, dirty, it's hard to see the clean shot. Yeah. And I really pray we come to the clean understandings that we can work together in ways that small models start to create ways that even though we're different, we're here for the same reasons. Right. I feel like we can be more unified with a lot of these things and a lot of these aspects in, of life, but we just have to come to an understanding of, like you said, boundaries is going to be the biggest thing. Like, I agree. Like, you don't have to participate in everything. If you don't know something, just listen. <laughs> Shut up for a second, turn off your opinion and listen. I have to do it myself. At this time, I have to remind myself, all right, this is not about me right now. I need to be more receptive. And I feel like we need to remind ourselves that. And it's okay to not have a response for everything. I, and I think people need to know that it is okay not to have a response for everything. Or I'll get back to you on that. You know, let me go think about that. Maybe I need to do some more research. And, and you know, because if it really not troubles you, but if it really kind of jokes you and it's like, you know what? I got to really think about that, you know, then I feel like that's good. That means you're growing knowledge. If you have an answer for everything, where are you growing? Mm-hmm. True. I like that. Yeah. I'm with you. I think it's, it, the answer is going to be changing too. I think we're changing. I think our perspectives are, are changing as we, you know, ascend, you know, allow for all the shifts that are coming with these times, you know? So I feel like, Staying curious and present is a really good idea because I don't think things are going to be exactly like we thought, but it's going to be mostly you just being you, you know, making sure you know how to take care of you so that you're where you go and people can trust you and you can trust yourself. Yes. Self-care. Self-care is big. Learn how to trust yourself. Oh, that is, that's good. I got it. We got to put down a t-shirt. Learn, learn how to trust <laughs> I think we need to talk. I think, you know, we should probably write all this stuff down that we need to talk about. But we should, that, that's, a, that's another good subject right there, too. Like, how, how do you trust yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, you trust, like, we can trust, like, you know, a lot of people have this codependency on, on, on trusting others. So if I trust them, then I trust myself because what they're saying makes sense to me. But when I was, if I say something, it won't make sense. So I don't trust what I'm saying. That doesn't, that just doesn't make sense, period. Like, mm-hmm. even the way you say it, even when I just said it, it doesn't make sense. But it's just a loop. It's a loop that's pretty much saying, like, I don't exist unless you tell me I exist. 
Right. Right. Exactly. And, and again, it also just depends on who you surround yourself with. I don't think, I think who we surround ourselves with is really big on our energy core and the vibes that we allow to surround us on a regular basis. Like it needs to be, you know, the, it needs to be at a pace that you can also maintain, you know? And like I said, because learning how to trust self, that means you need to also know what it's like to be by yourself. And I had to learn that a lot, <laughs> a lot. You know, I was big on a codependency of like other people and I just always had to be around some people. I always had to do something. But then like, I got a wake up call. Like you need to learn what it's like to be by yourself. Or when's the last time you did something for yourself? Like, you know, I enjoy doing laundry now. And I, <laughs> like, yeah, I know, right? We talked about that over the years. I know it's a joke. <laughs> but I growing up. Growing up. Yeah, like, I like I enjoy like just the time of just relaxing. You know, that's time for myself. My clothes are getting cleaned. I got more, you know, more rock star clothes as Madeline's. <laughs> Daniel is rocking it and he likes to style it out there and take his pictures. I tell yeah, you. Yeah, man. More rock star clothes to take more pictures. You got work coming tomorrow. But you know, I just, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I just and and that's also another thing for me, like I love shopping. That's a, that's a stress reliever. That's a self-care for me. My style is very important. Get my hair done. Very important. <laughs> Male grooming is very important. Working out. Working out is big for me. I'm really active in, in the fitness world. So, you know, I've learned, my, I've learned what works for me. And I feel like we just need to know, you know, what works for everybody else. And what works for me is not going to work for everybody else. But if I can help you get to that point, then we're on the right path. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, that was great, Daniel. Thank you so much for coming to our new voice. And obviously you're going to be a strong voice in the collective of our new voice. And I'm happy to have you be one of the voices as we learn how we're going to make choices that help the children feel safe to grow. And we get to make a world where everybody's not like, you know, comparing themselves and putting each other down to feel better. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm grateful for this opportunity and can't wait to talk to more like-minded, you know, people that we could just change the world one day at a time, one person at a time. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That's what's up. Yeah, I get one of those sound effects. <laughs> yeah, effect. I got to work on all my game. <laughs> but that, so where, do you want to say anything about anything you're doing? Do you want to like pop out to anything or do you have an Instagram that people can find you at? Or you can yeah. go to book? Yeah. yeah, quick background history about me. I am a owner of a company for over seven years. Since I was 19, I had a company, an entertainment company. It involves DJs, entertainment, photography, you name it. I have a magazine company called We Are Jersey Magazine. That's been running for about five years now. I have a model agency. Also, yeah, yeah, my Instagram is Banks Flexing. Uh, so that's B-A-N-K-S-F-L-E-X-I-N, Banks Flexing. Flexing? Banks Flexing? <laughs> yeah, Banks Flexing. That's such a cartoon character. <laughs> it's stuck. It just stuck. I was just one day, I was just like B-A-N-K-S, okay. F-L-E-X-I-N. Okay, no G, just I-N, just Banks Flex. And it's stuck. Like you look, you type it in, it's, it comes up. The only person that comes up like that. So it was great. That's hilarious. Like, it was a part of my identity. <laughs> but well, thank you for flexing your greatness there, dude. Yeah, and no, I appreciate it. But yeah, no, um, upcoming things for me, like I said, I have a bi-monthly magazine. I'm always available for photography and also DJ services. I've been doing DJing for over 10 years, but 
I'm just excited for, you know, what's to come next year. It's going to be great. It's a lot of things coming up. Thank you so much, Daniel. Thank you. Being here, Tia. Thank you, Madeline. This is going to be great. Hi, this is Madeline again. If you're interested in learning more about co-creation and building a new foundation, check out the website, gwtsfamily.com, and get involved. Join us in growing this frequency of more peace and harmony and possibility. Turning in all the directions, calling above and below to the space inside me that longs to glow. I call for the wisdom of my teachers and my elders and the wisest part of me. What is it that's going to set us free? How can we find harmony in this family? Please teach me. Show me the way. I know. We will open. Where is it? Where's the fire? Rhythm in the middle. Stay centered. Stay true. Do what you're here to do. That's what'll soothe your soul. Sing with the tribe. Rhythm in the middle.